Welcome back to the My Tech Decisions podcast. Today's guest is William Zadnik, an applications engineer at audio manufacturer Shure. William and I talk about the company's recent white paper in collaboration with Frost and Sullivan on hybrid work and audio, which identified audio as a key component of hybrid meetings. We talk about common audio issues with hybrid work, how technology can play a role in engaging remote workers, and why video isn't as important as it was in 2020. Before we get to the interview, here's a quick reminder to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and Google to hear weekly interviews with IT experts that can help you make the right decisions for your organization. And now here's William. All right, we now welcome on William Zadnik, an applications engineer at Sure. Uh, William, thanks for joining us. You're welcome. Glad to be here. Right, so we are talking about um, hybrid work issues and how audio has kind of emerged as as um, kind of a pain point um, in in a lot of uh, of these virtual hybrid meetings. Um, so William, um, it's clear that that most meetings uh, that take place in the office will include some kind of uh, virtual hybrid component these days. Is that is that what you're seeing? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, we're seeing a lot of it. We even commissioned a report, a white paper um, that you've obviously heard of with uh, Frost and Sullivan. Um, and what came out of that is that there's a majority of, you know, uh, employees see themselves participating in hybrid type meetings on a regular basis from now going forward. It's not just something that's going to last. That's been for the last two years and that's going to go away. Um, companies, um, same thing. They do not see it going away. It's really something I think that has come to the forefront over the last, you know, two years, 18 months, um, really built up a lot of steam and it's here to stay. Um, so I've seen uh, just countless uh, hybrid work studies recently that are sort of suggesting that that audio issues are are big are big obstacles to running uh, hybrid meetings, and you know um, IT is just kind of becoming overburdened with support tickets related to these, these uh, you know meeting room issues um, with hybrid work. Um, now, what are, what are you seeing? Um, you know, what are the, what are those issues that you guys are seeing when it comes to audio? From an audio point, well, what we're seeing the most, um, and it's a recurring theme actually with a lot of uh, companies that, that, that you know, I've had to, to deal with over, over the while, is it's a, an inconsistency in audio quality when you have um, a hybrid type meeting, Zoom, Teams, Google, whichever system that they decide to use, um, even with the older Cisco, Polycom type systems. It's an it's a inequality, a difference in audio quality depending on where the employees are. And what's what's interesting is that it seems like the remote workers are probably the ones that are the easiest to equip, uh, the easiest to give, you know, uh, for them to have a, a decent 
quality microphone, whether they're using, you know, a USB microphone like the MV51 I'm using from Shure or the smaller MV5s or other USB mics or headsets or something like that, or even for that matter, you know, some of the headset earphones with microphones that are provided with some of the smartphones these days, some of them are actually pretty good. They're probably the easiest to equip as far as getting them a good mic and a good you know, set of headphones. But it's those remote workers that are suffering from the bad or poor quality in the actual meeting rooms. Because in, and we've seen it over the last two years is you end up with a you know, medium or large size meeting room, which normally holds, holds you know, 20, 30 people. And all of a sudden, social distancing, you've got, well, you don't have 20, you've got six. And they're in the four corners and in the middle. And they're all far away from the microphone. Those six people in that room, they can understand each other just fine in that room. But the other 14 that would have been in that room are all remote workers. Those 14, well, they don't understand what's being said in that meeting room. And that's where we're finding the real, the problems are really in those meeting rooms, which, you know, video and audio meetings weren't regular. They weren't everyday occurrences, you know, two, three, four, five years ago, because we had a meeting and everybody was in that meeting room. So everybody could understand each other and it was easy. But now, that's not the case anymore. And we, we're, what we're seeing is the companies are really struggling in finding and getting good quality audio pickups, good quality microphones in those meeting rooms, and also having good quality audio restitution. So good quality speakers where they're not using just, I mean, just a sound bar for lack of a better word. And, you know, the people at the far end of the room, they've got to bump the volume of that soundbar up so much that it starts to distort. And the people at the far end still don't understand what's being said by the remote workers. Mm-hmm. So that's a good segue into uh, my next question. That, that white paper you guys released uh, with Frost and Sullivan found that employees are reporting, you know, low morale and engagement. Um, you know, I'm assuming because of some of these audio issues, if you can't hear it, then you're not going to be engaged and that will, you know, lead to low morale. So how do you fix that? Um, And how does, you know, audio technology play a role? Well, I think audio technology, as far as that disconnection that happens, I think we've all, we've all done it. We've all seen it. We've all done something, you know, in this case, here's the scenario. You're in a meeting, Zoom meeting, Teams, whichever, um, you're sitting at home or even at work, you know, at your desk, but there's a meeting at another site and you've joined in. And after 10, 15 minutes, you know, there's that, that, there's that initial 10 minutes often of lost time at the beginning because people can't connect. They're not able to share their content properly. We can't hear them. They can't hear us. It takes 10, 15 minutes to sort everything out. Okay, we're getting used to that. Um, but then, you know, 10, 15 minutes in, you're not able to really understand certain people in the meeting because of poor audio quality, whether it's poor miking, like I mentioned in the larger rooms where there's just the mics or phones are just too far away um, from the users in that room, or possibly it's a bandwidth issue. 
Um, and what happens is you start to disconnect. If it's a bandwidth issue, how many times have we muted our video, cut our camera to, uh, so that we can you know, concentrate on the audio? And that, that's a sign that audio is probably more important than the video because we all have done it and we all do it on a regular basis. We'll have a meeting if we're hearing garbled sound or they're telling us that my sound is garbled or robotic or whatever. It's like, cut your video, cut your video. The audio will be better. Yeah. Um, so there is that disconnection with poor audio. If I can't understand what's being said by my colleagues, you know, on the other side of the world and in the meeting room, eventually you disconnect, your mm. brain starts to do something up. You know, you pick up your phone and you start looking or you, you're sending an SMS to another colleague, um, or you just, you take you that, that video window that you've got and you'll minimize it put it to the side and start working on something else and just listen in the background but you, you disconnect and you don't yeah. feel like you're part of the meeting that's the audio portion and if i can you know from a technology point of view you know i think we need we as presenters like yourself or myself when we're giving a webinar those that are presenting on a regular basis i think we need to pay attention and engage those people that are not in the room with us. When someone's in the room, you establish eye contact, you look at them, you can see if they're nodding off and maybe you should, you know, up things. Um, we at Sure just recently, we actually had a consultant come in uh, about two months back and give us, you know, training over two days on how to give webinars, how to be more engaging, how to, you know, break things up, how to do little quizzes, how to not, you know, to get away from that death by PowerPoint thing, you know, include video clips, include, you know, ask questions and really engage people and keep them engaged. Um, and I think the combination of that, of a, a good presentation skills, which change compared to what you're doing in an in-person presentation, but also being heard and understood, having a good microphone when you're doing the presentation and making sure that everybody has good quality audio so that we all understand each other and we're all understood because that's really what's, what's important in these meetings. Otherwise, productivity goes down and you get that whole disconnection uh, effect and the, and the downside on the morale of the staff. Yeah, so I think, like you said, a lot of these issues stem from, you know, inside the physical meeting room. Um, I think it's, you know, equally important that remote workers have access to the same level of, you know, professional audio and video tools as, as in-office workers. Um, now, I guess, what's your take on that? How important is that to equip your remote workers with, um, like, good quality soundbars, speaker, microphone, et cetera? Um, well, like I kind of mentioned, the, you know, a little earlier, I mean, I'm not looking at dollars. I'm not looking at budgets. I'm not thinking of that at all. I'm coming at it from a, you know, a technical point of view. I think it's important to make sure that the remote workers have access to a good quality microphone or a headset or something along those lines so that they're equipped properly. Um, a lot of companies you know, will provide headsets and that at the office so that someone can be in their cubicle we want to call it that in an, in an open space environment. Not everybody's, you know, partitioned off in their own little offices. You know, we've got open spaces. And if you're in an open space and you're trying to do video calls, you've got a headset. 
Otherwise, there's no way you're going to do it because you're going to be hearing everybody else around you. So you've got that headset. Well, maybe the idea would be to allow the, the employees to take that headset home with them. When they take their laptop home, they take their headset home because we don't know if tomorrow they're coming back to the office or if they're going to be doing a remote call because they can't come back to the office or maybe they're doing uh, three days remote out of five. There's all sorts of different things. So I think they're probably the easiest um, to equip um, with good quality um, audio. Um, where I think the challenge is, is equipping all of the meeting rooms that happen to be in the office environment. That is a bit more of a challenge because there's everything from huddle spaces, you know, three, four people, all the way up to conference rooms where you've got maybe 40 people around a big, huge room. It's, it's the big boardroom. And we need, I think we need to have a, a consistency, uh, obviously a consistency of audio so that no matter where someone is, whether they're a remote worker at home, at their desk, in a huddle space, or in a large boardroom, that everyone is heard equally and with quality, not just equally and poor. Um, and that, you know, we can try to balance all of that out. And, you know, with Sure, um, we've been making microphones for almost 100 years now. And we've got a very good portfolio of, you know, work from home with the MV series microphones and that whole Microflex and, and uh, STEM ecosystem that we have that can equip companies from that huddle space all the way to the boardroom. I mean, we're not the only component. We're the microphone component in that there's a lot more things that go with it. And, you know, and as far as for, for, for the workforce, wouldn't it be nice if no matter where you were, all it was was a single cable, you plug your laptop in, and you're connected. Whether it's at your office, at your desk, you plug in, you've got a headset. You go to a huddle space, you plug a USB cable, you're connected. You go to a meeting room with 20 people, you plug a USB, you're connected. You're in the boardroom, you plug your USB, you're connected. It's the same experience everywhere. It's not easy. I'm not saying it's, uh, you know, it's just buy a couple of things, it's easy. But we've been, I mean, I've got We've got one of our clients that's really nice here in France that we did. We started two years ago with them. It's a telephony company. Um, and in the middle of the pandemic, they had, you know, about 100 rooms that they were equipped originally um, to do audio conference and, you know, just regular meeting rooms. And there was a variety of meeting rooms. And it was like, well, no, we're doing this hybrid thing. We've got people at work. We've got people in offices. We've got people in the meeting rooms at home. And we're doing these meetings. We can't stop doing these meetings. They're, they're every week, every day. We need something. We ended up equipping about 100 of their rooms, two different sizes, roughly, with uh, Microflex, um, you know, ceiling mount mics. Um, but the solution wasn't great. It, they had to plug in too many cables. And with the work, with their, you know, engineers on site and with the integrator, uh, we were able to come up with, 
a solution where it was a single USB cable and they had it and it's connected. Um, that was two years ago. I think it was 90 rooms that were connected. We're up to a little over 200 now on multiple sites that are equipped with this because it just, it works. And the feedback from the staff is, yeah, it works. And, you know, their staff, when they're at home and remote, they've got headsets on. And the big thing that was the problem is that, you know, people on calls with the headsets, we could hear them just fine, but the people in the meeting rooms, we couldn't hear them because they were too far from the microphones. Right. Um, how do you, yeah, how do you think, um, you know, IT professionals at, at X organization are, are adapting to, to these, you know, hybrid, hybrid meeting issues? Uh, you know, do you think they're, you know, I think a lot of this technology is um, not something that they deal with on a, on a day-to-day basis, you know, uh, two years ago. Think they've been kind of forced to now um how do you think they're they're adapting to this i think they're adapting very well i think if they've been forced to they haven't had much choice i think but in the meetings that we're having you know over the last uh, i'll say the last six months you know prior to this pandemic so if i go back three years four years back we were having meetings with the the av department of the company yeah. Um, you know, from, you know, from the last six months, we're having meetings with the IT departments, Mm -hmm. the AV department, um, may or may not be there. They may or may not have been integrated into the IT department. Depends on the company. Some companies like to keep things separate. Um, but more and more we're seeing AV is becoming part of the IT department. And now we're, we're meeting regularly with the IT department. Um, and they're the ones that are coming to us and saying, okay, we've standardized on this meeting platform and they're using it both in room, in meeting rooms, they're using it when they're a remote worker and they're using it everywhere to share documents, present this and that. But the problem we're having is the audio. What do you have as a solution? Right. So I think video um, early on, you know, in, in you know the spring and su- summer of 2020 uh, got a lot of attention. Um, but I think it didn't take a long time for at least myself and I'm sure other people to get kind of burnt out on video calls and seeing your dumb face on your screen and seeing a little box of someone you're talking to on the screen every day. Um, so I think people are kind of burnt out on on video and um, you know, I've seen a lot of research that suggests, um, you know, it's now, you know, not uh, crazy to turn your video off during a call. Um, you know, are you guys seeing video calls, video only calls making a comeback? Um, video only, audio only, yes. I'm sorry, audio um, only. Yeah, audio only, absolutely. Um, you know, um, it used to be, it's not the same platform. Um, because we used to have, you know, an audio call was a dial-up. You dialed up a phone, a number on your little polycom thing, and you dialed it up, and away you went, or whatever system you were using, um, and it was an audio call. That's gone, for the lack of a better word. Very few companies still use those types of systems. We've all pretty well moved on to, you know, the collaboration platforms like Teams, Google, Zoom, and et al., Um, and but we are seeing a lot of audio only calls. I mean, most of us, I know 
speaking from experience, I don't know how often I'm calling colleagues or we do, you know, instantaneous little quick little meetings because we need to discuss something and I'll quickly do a quick teams meeting, invite a bunch of people, boom, we're all on there. Nine times out of 10, we don't turn our cameras on. It doesn't matter. Um, in a lot of the video meetings, you know, you might have your camera on at the beginning to introduce yeah. everybody waves. Hi, how you doing? I could see, you know, everybody waves and then you mute your camera. And you, the rest of the meeting is going to be done yeah, as an audio only, except possibly, you know, the, the PowerPoint or the slide presentation, if there's a, an Excel spreadsheet or something like that, that's being presented. But audio meetings, absolutely. I mean, it's video as far as in my mind, you know, video from a camera capture point of view and seeing people's heads, that is probably the least important part of a yeah. meeting. It's a nice social aspect to the meeting yeah. because you get to see them, um, especially co you know, coworkers that you haven't seen before or clients that you may not have met before. Um, you do get some feedback, you know, watching facial expressions. Um, but looking at a bunch of little squares around your, your screen, it, you're not going to see it. It's not the same as being live. That part, unfortunately, doesn't really translate very well through video so i think video from that point of view really loses a lot of importance and i think yes the strength of meetings going forward is really the audio component right very good uh william thanks very much i appreciate your time you're welcome have a great day you as well